Welcome, hunters, to the Hunters Hub, episode 34. Today, we're going to be doing some speculation about E3 and that kind of stuff. Just, you know, as general gamers, and of course, about Monster Hunter 2. Um, but today, um, welcome back, Toaster. Aloha, attractive people. <laughs> and uh, welcome, new guest, Virtue. Hey, how's it going, guys? So, um... Uh, as as most of you know, we like to get to know our guests uh, before we get into anything. So, um, Virtue, how uh, how did you get into Monster? Oh man, uh, I've been around from the beginning, but as far as how I got into it, mm-hmm. um, I used to used to play Final Fantasy XI, and I played on the Siren ser- server. And there was a guy named Milkman, and it turned out he was a uh, editor-in-chief at a gaming magazine. And they talked about the game, and I heard about the game, and it sounded like a game that I would be really interested in. And, I mean, obviously I'm here. Yeah. That's awesome. So someone else guided you into it, just that you were playing with? Yeah. Like huh. I, just, I just heard about the game through other people. And it seemed like it was a, a game that would be fun and, you know, something to play with my uh, my dad. And that was pretty much it. Oh, okay. That's much more nice. interesting than the uh, that's much more interesting than the normal uh, story of, I saw a cool box on a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get that a lot. <laughs> um, all right. So um, now that... Uh, We'd like to ask you, like, uh, what is your favorite weapon? Oh man, do do people actually answer that question and uh, yeah, and, and, and have a concise answer? <laughs> I don't think we've had anyone that hasn't. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Not to put pressure on, but uh, we had a couple of people like uh, uh, the last guest who had what is it, over a thousand hunts every single game per weapon. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think... Just on Lance, yeah. yeah. I think I main a different weapon per title, but I like to experience it all or use all weapons. Okay, so so what have you been using in Monster Hunter World? Greatsword. Mostly. Greatsword? Yeah. Okay. It's so good now. It really is. I mean, I, I'd argue that all of them are good. Oh, it's really it's cool. cool. I just can't pull it off properly. Yeah. It's those uh, shoulder points. That's, that's where it's at. Mm-hmm sort of just charging through those attacks it definitely adds like a like a layered mobility so it becomes less of a timing or um, spacing weapon and more of a technical weapon because you can set yourself up nicely right yeah i know i get that now i'm uh whenever i'm playing uh generations to to gear up for generations ultimate i've been playing great sword myself I'm almost thinking about so. like just starting a fresh uh, character for when we get uh, Generations Ultimate. I kind of didn't have a choice. My save got deleted. Ooh. <laughs> it was my own fault. I switched profiles on my 3DS. Gross. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I do want to move uh, on to my old character, but I want to start a new character. So like, start a new one, play around a little bit, and then after a while I'll just jump over and be like, yeah, I need my old stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm more in line with that. Like, this really sucks, yeah. and I want my good weapons. So, oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, what are your top three monsters? 
Um, I would have to say Nargakuga. He's probably okay. one of my all-time favorite monsters, even though the classic very very cool monster. It's like the classification changes. Like some people say, it's never beneficially pseudo, but the players have always known it as pseudo. And I'm pretty sure it was listed in like a hyphenated version of pseudo in the early Freedom series. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was ever officially. But you, you might be, you might be right. <laughs> um, I'd like to see it again. You're, you're wrong, but you're also right. Well, I mean, yeah, everyone still calls them pseudo everyone's uh fun fun fact, just uh last Thursday or Friday, mm-hmm. um I released one of my ecologies. It's my last monster hunter one that is pseudo wyverns. Nice. So Yeah, I yeah, can do one like Casey. <laughs> yeah, no, he would no he I did. I did. Oh. He was in the flying wyverns. Neat. Yep. In the gross wyverns. Uh, yeah. I mean like yeah, I go into the general like what the general thing is for a pseudo wyvern. and I don't talk about specifics until you get into variants. Right. And they only uh, had three variants. I only had Tigrex, Nargakuga, and Barrieth. So Uh there was Pari Pari in the Frontier series, the more new um lizard version, but I mean uh, I guess you wouldn't really consider that canon since we never really got that in the West unless you played outside. Right. Oh, I didn't know about that one. I was going to come up with some original ones too, but I just didn't take the time to do. I so. think there's a couple that fall in that classification of like having the the pod wings. Uh, by the way, because uh, you mentioned Nargakuga, I will go on record as saying some of the coolest armor and weapons. I love having like crazy high sharp and critical on a weapon, even if it's not like raw damage, because I think it's just more fun. Yeah, they've always been like tailored to like the affinity and evasion based users, so it's it's more of like a speed play in in my opinion or outlook. I also used to like Switch X more and it's Nargakuga is just like the default skills on Nargakuga armor is just for you know, for Switch X. <laughs> it's like it's built right. for it. While I love Narga yeah. across the board, it's mostly Lucent that shines the most for me. Like that's that's my uh my in-game girlfriend that I just like to fight with for hours and hours just for my own enjoyment. I've never got a player. She's mm. in that list of things I never got to do. Oh man, you're missing out. It was tough. That's when I was almost completely solo because my brother dropped out on me on three U. So mm. that was that was a tough fight for solo hammer. Well, there's like three or four main like... quests in the third gen 3U that are like the pinnacle of quests or like that G and above kind of status, and that was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, Abyssal Agaiacris, I think, is the one I had the most trouble with. I always thought when you, when you kill Abyssal, it turns into that weird stone look, and I always thought that would be cool if they had like a stone Agaiacris. Right. No, yeah, it would be cool. I, I agree there. Uh, I'm supposed to pick two more, aren't I? <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, no, I was a lot about Narga. Yeah, I'm, I love Narga. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I do too. I, lo- I love them. I enjoy it's the great. fight, but like armor wise, it's more like a Barrioth, like Barrioth G armor. That's yeah. that's the armor. But um, okay, it does have a cool long coat. <laughs> it, it's legit, dude. <laughs> um, second monster would probably have to be Kushala Deora. Um, okay. So from the. The moving or the jump into dose, and then later on represented in the the Freedom Two, and then Unite. 
Um, out of all the elders, I felt like that was the elder that was the most unique or different from everything that you fought in before. Um, I don't know, wind, ice, that was all, that was all new. Not necessarily wind pressure, but just like the way that the monster interacted kind of in that environment. Okay. Let's, I don't think we've had, uh, Kushi yet. Yeah, maybe it's a beautiful monster i mean like the first ecology video um that most people saw in in freedom 2 and on um where it like sheds its skin and then it's like um, incandescent and then like hardens and in the weather and it becomes like metallic again that was a fun cutscene. i actually saw that before i started monster hunter Hunter. what i really (laughs) liked about it is that like later on they had the the rusted one well, yeah, they had the rusted Kushala or like the different yeah. in between, but they had um, what is it? The actual the molted skin on the side of the uh, tundra map up at the very oh, top. Oh yeah, and you could like mine from yeah. it and get different resources, and get bit by a kazoo whelp and it suck your blood mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was a creepy thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so what's the what's the third? Uh... This this is hard for me. I don't. I don't know why. <laughs> it's fine. Kelbing. Oh, totally. My fa- my favorite, hands down. Um, no, what I do like about the the introduction of world, how you can like break off the horn now and then only farm that essentially, rather than sit there and hack and slash at something, jumping back and forth, and then eventually maybe get a horn. Like it's like a, it's like a certainty or a guaranteed oh, yeah. thing now. Uh, yeah, I do like that uh, quality of life. Um, sure. Man, it's our first Kelby discussion. I'm I'm proud. Uh, what is the usual one like Kelby Drome or something or Kieran's and <laughs> I mean Kieran. I'm not like I was about to say we just got super arc tempered Kelby. Yeah, <laughs> it's brutal, man. The the one shots with full augmented gear and full defense and yeah. Um, so is is that really your third? Is Kieran or no? No, I hate Kieran. No. <laughs> okay, I, made it, I, <laughs> okay, made it I misunderstood Kieran from there. The beginning. <laughs> Kieran yeah. has never been an enjoyable thing for me. Um, Laoshan, let's go. Let's go with that. Okay, uh, respectable. Well, it's a boring big, fight. Big cool design. Um, right. We used to just like somebody would type out like the whole um, the greatest fight in the universe or whatever song when we would do it uh tripping the lao um front legs it's like what like a yeah. four or five second down back legs is like a 10 12 second down like roughly 22 head flinches um plus like i don't know but we, we had this down to like math and science so like it was yeah yeah it was like you have that down a lot better than i did <laughs> i just knew like i'm staying at the head or you get the foot and like we just like took position and we didn't really count anything it's the first mounted monster too so if you, if you think about it that's true yeah it was the first one you could mount in quotations huh. I heard I heard yeah. tell that there was they, they had planned for more, but it never made like the final cut. But the idea behind right, the monster yeah. was like basically crawling all over it. Yeah, I think I saw banned uh, Toby Kadachi on Twitter say mm. that. 
yeah, he's he's good to to get some info. Taking the place of Kogath and the Wikia. Yep. <clears throat> um, I, I guess fun fact: I used to be on the Wikia. Oh yeah. Yep. When was this? It was a while. Ah, gosh, 2010 is the last time I posted. Nice. So it was just before I back, joined Reddit. Back in Try Three U era. <laughs> yeah, it was Try Three U hadn't been out yet. I was making hammer guides because I was a I was a hammer bro for a long time. Charge, hit, charge again, hit three times. <laughs> that was nice. A, a little more detail than that. <laughs> Stand <laughs> <yes>. due northwest. <laughs> hit ground. <laughs> No, I was more talking. Uh, it was like if uh, yeah, if you're fighting Legiacris and he does this, you probably want to roll this way because of the yeah, you know, like, uh, like placement and stuff. All that, yeah, okay. yeah, it was about that. <laughs> Hold and handle, um, swing. Yeah, <laughs> um, hit them with the heavy side. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Toaster, you have our last question for Virtue. So, if you could go on a date with one monster, oh, which would you date? I'm not into that marm stuff. I don't want to get slimed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I always found that like mildly inappropriate, but it was like it was funny. But I was just like, eh, it's kind of awkward being in the room with the uh, with this game right now. Um, <laughs> if I had to date a monster. Wow, it's just like so out of the out of the corner. <laughs> where, do you come, gets where, people. Do, where do you come up with this stuff? <laughs> we had a user question a long time ago. It's uh, we used to take user questions in the first edition of this podcast, and we had a really great one. Um, I think it was episode four. So this is actually we've rebranded. So this would be like. So, like I said, we're on uh, our episode 34 now. It was episode four of the original podcast, which means there was another four because it only got to eight. And then, we've, so it's been a long time ago. It's like been since July. Maybe. Some, some of the old user questions are fun. I always, I also like the, uh, I think I came up with the other one that I liked, which was um, uh, which type of monster would you try to eat? I mean, I'd eat them all. Uh, okay. Now that well, I'm no longer vegan. If I was gonna, <laughs> if I was gonna date a monster, Mizune. Okay. Hey. That yeah, that's Toaster's answer. Uh, it's silky looking. It's it's clean, obviously. Um, yeah. 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 Um, that, remi- that reminds me of that that joke. I'm going to tell you a clean jerk, a jerk, a clean, a clean joke, and a dirty joke. Uh, the clean joke is I took a bath of bubbles. The dirty joke is bubbles is a girl. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, like I learned that in like name. fifth grade. <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh, so um, we're kind of uh, just going to be spitballing today uh, for our main topic. Um, 
Well, it's kind of funny. E3 um, PlayStation's conference is happening as we're talking, and it's actually on silently while we're recording this, just in case Monster Hunter news drops. Uh, and I'm sure that there's other things that we're, we might comment on today because, I mean, E3 is is not just big for Monster Hunter, although it's only recently been big for Monster Hunter. We've only had one E3 showing, and that was last year. I do have um, some Monster Hunter information that you might not have. Oh, oh yeah? Oh, did yeah. you see a, Did you see that leak with the... Behemoth from Final Fantasy? The yes. Cr- yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I yeah. saw that. And it looked yeah, like it was I holding Joe in its mouth. See, I didn't know about the behemoth. I knew about the uh, the opposite uh, crossover where Los was in fourteen. Yeah, that's actually one of the topics I put down and talk about. Nice. I am excited oh. for that. Yeah, it's a crossover both okay. ways. They're double crossed. Oh, oh, oh. See, I always coming thought... out August twenty eighth. Nice. Oh wow, that's pretty soon. <laughs> I always thought that uh, Nergigante looked like the behemoth. I always kept saying it's like, oh yeah, it's basically just a behemoth that's not purple. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's behemoth. Well, but that technically hasn't been announced yet, oh, so yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't know that. I mean, that could be doctored. I doubt it. No. I saw the footage. It's it looks it looks <laughs> it pretty looks, legit. It looks so. legit. I just now for a, yeah. I'm it's like for official news. <laughs> I think it's going to be the summer fest that people have been finding the bombs that you can uh, make in the melting pot with some some information oh. some some items huh yeah so we we had our uh, we had our blossom fest or our spring fest i think this is going right. to be our our summer fest and um so that was listed for summer and the final fantasy 14 contents listed for summer something in like late july maybe august um in the true yeah kind of like they did with uh dante dante mm-hmm. was at the end of the the event the yeah. spring event i'm excited for the opposite as well. Even though I don't play Final Fantasy fourteen anymore, the fact that there's going to be a... Uh, I'm assuming it's just a dungeon boss, not a raid, but I mean, it might be a raid boss to take down a Rathalos. Yeah, it should be a raid boss. I think boss. it's going to be like a like a world instance where they have like events normally in the in like the open plains. It's uh, what are they called? Fates? Yeah, yeah. I, bet they I, do I have, play 14. They do have huge fates, though. Yeah. Like Odin, where it kills everybody. <laughs> I think it'll be so. Neat. Yeah, yeah. So that leak. So um, that reminds me. So we did a predictions episode um, uh, two episodes ago, uh, where you know we talked about like how many monsters and that kind of stuff. Uh, we did that with Haru and Mad Wolf. Um, but the, since then, there was a leak uh, from 4chan. Um, but first of all, how, how, how legit do you guys think that leak is? Honestly, they have been like the most reputable source ever. So. Sometimes they're spot on, <laughs> sometimes they're 4chan. I mean, take your pick. Right. Oh, um, <laughs> I forget you guys, so, you guys live in that, in that forum world. I, I abandoned it long ago and got off the ship. So 4chan? No, I mean like you guys do like Reddit and stuff. I mean, I oh, used yeah, to yeah, be yeah. on 4chan, but I stopped. Yeah. So, I've okay. never even... So, uh, the only thing I've Point ever valid. looked at 4chan uh, for is the, the 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 green texts as they call them for D and D stories. Sorry, the, um, on the stream. This sounds like my justifications. Whole, <laughs> uh, my whole gasp! I wanted to point out 
there was I forgot this is the Sony press conference and there was something that looked like Animal Crossing and then it was revealed to be just some VR game and I was like super excited and then super disappointed in the span of four seconds yeah it's noon tomorrow man <laughs> noon my time at least it'll be what 11 your time see here's my thoughts if we don't if we don't get something today for Sony which would mean that Capcom would probably follow up soon thereafter with Summerfest involved and or this potential of a uh, the behemoth final fantasy collaboration then that would mean that it would be on nintendo's shoulders potentially for capcom um and then that would mean that so i think that either we're getting something switch related which i mean they have generations ultimate to talk up but i feel like there's got to be more to it and we're we're in the fifth generation now um as of world so nintendo usually stays on par as the gems are going along, you know what I mean? So, like, what are they going to get is what I'm curious about. And, and handheld's not ruled out because I don't, I don't see it as a dead console. They just came out with newer versions of the same thing just last year at the end of the year. Um, yep. With, right. like, the revamped 3DSs, 2DSs, etc. Um, so I don't think that they've, they've given up on that. Right. So something? Okay. Something? I don't know. <laughs> I still think it's going to be at Sony because um, that's one of the things that the leak that we were just talking about says that it'll be at Sony, um, which I kind of believe because the could the you Monster flush out the debut, leak a little bit for me? I feel like I'm. Oh no no yeah I will here in a okay. second. Um, uh, what I was just saying is it says I I, I kind of believe it because Monster Hunter World was on, um, uh, was debuted on Sony stage mm-hmm. last year, yeah. so. Um, so this leak, um, it's got a lot of details about uh, a new map, essentially. And it's going along the lines of what I thought is something. It's a Tundra-esque map, so a snow map. It's one of the uh, but it's main also, ones missing, I think, from, from this entry right now. Right, and it's supposed to be actually heavily forested also, like a pine forest, which we that haven't really cool. seen something like that, like an Arctic forest as much. Um, uh, we've mostly seen like glacier kind of territory. Four you kind of had that. The opening area was forest, so I think they just might be doing that, just shifted slightly more towards the forest side. Of the tundra map? Yeah. That, that, no, was, that was all just... glacier, wasn't it? Oh, no, no, no. You, yeah, no, you, the third Oh, gen... three you. I said four yeah. because four you had the yaks and stuff. Like, I think you started well, on the I boat for you, you, and then you went across like um, broken icebergs, glacial. Yeah, that was just crosses, a glacier. <laughs> that was a straight but, up glacier. But oh three, yeah, you, but I three, am you, three you started by, yeah. beside a uh, like a river, and then that was like kind of rocky, and there was trees and stuff up around that area, and then went into like a cavern glacier setup. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it would be. That's also the yeah. one that showed up in Generations, right? Uh, both. Because I remember, because I remember you had to fight a Blackonga, and it was on that map. Well, Generations was celebratory, so <coughs> it had a lot of older maps and thrown back in. Right. Okay. Um, the one I've I've seen so far replaying Generations is the the Snowy Mountain from Pokemon. <coughs> but that's about that's about it that I've encountered. So, so the far. original Tundra map. Yeah. Um, but yet, yeah, supposedly that's coming. Um, supposedly there's a giant, like, uh, Arctic fox kind of monster that is going to be the sort of lead in because you, you find it. Uh, the, the leak says you'll find it in the Coral Highlands as, like, one of those special investigations, and then you follow it back to the tundra. 
I'm down. Um, the tun- cool. The Tundra is supposed to have five new monsters. So, Fox. Um, Would the Fox yeah. play the and role of an elder, or you think? Uh, no, more like a gel. Okay. A roaming monster like Be- Beetlejuice or gel. Mr. Um, Juice. Yep, Mr. Juice. <laughs> um, then uh, the other the other thing I said, there's going to be another Yaku, um, and it was a poison one. The ZZ one poison. is so disrespectful, in my opinion. Just that that side nonchalant back kick, mule kick, whatever you want to call it. Oh yeah, that messes me up all the time. I, I hate it. Doesn't <laughs> you can kick so um, much ass all day, and then you could run into one of those, and it's like you've never picked up a controller. Right. Um, then the third monster they said was Zamtrius, um, which I think is crazy because we don't have an amphibian yet. So that's a new skeleton I think in the it'd game. Be cool. <clears throat> it would. It would. Um, then they said also said Tigrex. If they're gonna do a tundra uh, which, map, then they feel like they Tigrex deserves justice and needs to come back. Right. And, and then the elder in that area is supposed to be Rusted Kushala. I would. I'd I don't like know that, how I feel like about a Kushala reskin. I don't. Yeah, like, like, I agree. I kind of want Unkalos, and then the map after that can be a lava map, and you can get a Cantor. Another lava map. Yeah. A better lava. Kind of. So yeah, I mean, yeah, Elders Recess is only half lava. Come on. I love. I love <laughs> World. I really do, and I feel like mm-hmm. it's got all of these changes and new setups and slingers and pods and. You know, has it all. But I kind of view this game as a try. And in that sense, I mean, like, Monster Hunter has, like, clear jumps between um, game development or the way that it's portrayed. And I think that, like, you know, right. the first one is, like, the static formula. And then it, it's not, and it's a pinnacle in the third gen, but third gen is essentially when, like, it tried something new. Um, moved your locations, it changed the way that you approach elders, etc., etc., um for you i kind of see as like an evolving generation generational step um but like this is obviously clearly in a new direction um right i feel like this is an incompleted game and and i think people would agree because they feel like they want more monsters they want more maps or things that we're more accustomed to um i think that this like a try we're gonna have something that balances that out so that would be almost like a world ultimate or a continuation. I know it's a bit early to be saying that because we're still technically in year one, but I mean, looking down the pipe, I, mean, I see the game evolving more in a more not even flushed really out six months yet. version. I know, I know, it's 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 a bold leap, yeah. but I but I really think that like that kind of holds ground with the series and just the way that the sure. the, the, the game is. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. as much as it's new and it's nice and it's got different stuff. It's almost like. All, the, all those elements that were missing, you normally get those missing elements in like an upgraded version. Right. And that, no, that's very true. And it's a good point. Um, I think, I think world, I think world's biggest downfall um, in comparison to other games is literally just the monster list. That's it. There's not just not enough monsters compared to other games. When people complain about the that. weapon development, personally, that's, there's a complaint. Well, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> the same there, skins there are, for everything. Uh, Come on. Yeah, a lot of people don't like the weapon designs. I don't have a problem with it as much. Um, I, I'm, I'm also a longsword main, which has that problem far less than the other weapons for mm-hmm. some reason. 
<clears throat> I like um, the natural progression, but I still... I mean, if you look at Monster Hunter as a whole, the, the flashier, more fleshed out, um, right? you know, lit weapons, um, not as in just kick-ass, but they're actually like glowing and have textures to them that vary very that's wildly think, from one another. That's why I think um, this was their kind of showing off, hey, this is what Monster Hunter can look like on a console. And then the next one, they're going to go back to the traditional... Uh, Okay, we're back to the monster, and let's get some cartoony stuff and crazy things up in here. I, th- I think but, we're kind of past right. that. I kind of maybe. I don't want to be. I was just think, like I said, I thought this was kind of one of those. Let's make exactly what the investors want to see. This is our try. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think the game is just fine uh, as far as content right now. Uh, I, I want more, obviously, but I'm. I'm I'm not saying that there's too little content to play. I got Monster a lot Hunter of hours. On this well, game. we we might be getting <laughs> yeah. we might be getting older, but in the sense of Monster Hunter, I think we're getting more efficient, more nailed down right. in our routine. So, content that would have taken us an additional couple hundred hours that then we look back on and be like, oh, we equate that the hour or the mileage to fun. Um, right. We're not getting as much out of these newer games because we're already re- ready, set, and go. Um, we've already yeah we've already learned what we need to learn i didn't i didn't jump in the world and was lost like a when i jumped into like a freedom title um i jumped into this game and and you know flourish because that's what this game has trained me to do i will say though this game was very i don't want to say beginner friendly because that sounds very condescending or at least it comes off that way but it was it's streamlined uh, yeah um my 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 roommate arctic we've had him on as a guest before yep um he had never played a Monster Hunter game before, and this was his first one, and he got through the whole game using Hunting Horn, which generally isn't, you know, recommended for beginners, but he right, did the whole right. game with it, so it's like, okay, this one taught a little bit better. Well, think of, all the, think of all the time that you spend normally gathering, and all the time that you spend normally sharpening your weapon, and all the time that you spend, you know, bringing more additional items with you, and... I mean, you get access to the farm relatively early in this game, and they give you the perks or benefits right. to um, mass-make materials much faster than previous games. Um, I definitely think a lot of the content is more tailor-made to fight action only, so maybe that's... I, I think that's also in part due to the success that yeah. Monster Hunter World's seen over other Monster Hunter entries, just because of I, all that non-downtime. Yeah, I like that it was a lot faster to get into this one as well, because, like... I will say that was probably the biggest thing I hate. Like the only reason I really don't want to start a new character is because I don't want to. I have that feeling of like, uh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do Hunter Rank one through three again. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I shouldn't I've, be I'm, worried about that. I should just be like, oh yay, new monster hunter. But I'm actually dreading the opening, which is I think something that Worlds did great by not hating yeah. the opening. Yeah. I mean, there was complaints with the uh, the forced cutscenes where you couldn't play with friends and that kind of stuff. But um, and in hindsight, those were sort of like a. a re- I still don't like that those happened. Um, those, I still think they could have done it a ton better. Like I don't know, like they did with Cool Bay. <laughs> I think it's or yeah, like anything. But like I. Uh, it, it's it's been so far behind me now because I've I finished the story in sixty hours and now I'm sitting at five hundred and sixty. So, like, <laughs> um, 
there were so many improvements to the game that like you know stuff like that wasn't really gonna uh, hurt it I guess I think it's I think I liked the forced cutscenes honestly and the forced single player because it encouraged mm-hmm. people to just try it on their own instead of just oh let me get my friends to help me carry through me through this game and then I won't like it as much hands down the right. worst multiplayer present to present I don't like the setup of multiplayer. I don't. Not, not keen on it. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to organize something if you're not in a squad together. Correct. Yeah. It's also yeah. hard to enjoy. I mean, like, yeah, I get it. Like, they want you to, or rather, is it is it assumed that they want you to deal with the challenge first on your own rather than allow you the opportunity to um, take on the challenge with, say, friends, like previous titles where... Um, you could already up because it was the first time that you were all facing this new monster. Whereas in this game, it's like, nope, you have to see this cutscene. Nope, you have to have either already done it and seen that cutscene, and now wait on the person to see the cutscene. You get what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's right. It's all these unspecified rules that you kind of have to figure out. And I mean, it's there. Um, the jargon's there, but it just, I don't really feel like the notation of it is is good. It's, it, yeah. I mean, even even if it was, then I still don't think that would make up for that situation. Now, now I they definitely made a mistake in forcing you to watch those um, at the expense of playing with people. I also think early on in the like going back last year when we saw um, early footage, when you saw NPCs like take a windrake away, we all may have made that assumption or connection that it was other players. And yeah, I wish that it was. I wish that I could see other people throughout the entirety of Astira, um, not just the Gathering Hub. I feel like the Gathering Hub is mostly like a ghost boat until you know you decide to go up there, or Cole shows up, or something. Yeah, I I did like in for you that they forced you to be up there. I I kind of wish they had they specific locations. Yeah, yeah, but like bring back that forced multiplayer area, but at least put stuff in it. Like put like you know a full quick link to the forge and all that jazz in it. Up so into way, world, I think for you did story best. Hmm. And like you also you. and you also progressed by that by that forced hub. The story progressed you to that point. So at that point, there really was no reason for you to go backwards because you've already accomplished what you need to per area. And that also had that very defined separation line between multiplayer and single player. Whereas if you want to do single player, then obviously you were traveling back um, through, uh, what is it, uh, Bar Harbor and a couple of the other locations, Chico Sands, I don't, I don't remember all of them off the top of my head. Don Durma? Yeah. Right. And yeah, because, well, the final one basically was in Don, Don Durma, right? Yeah. So you felt like it was the end and your next place was the G-Rank hub mm-hmm. as like, oh yeah, this is where so, I just need to be next. Like, the game corralled you that way, but it felt natural, whereas in this this game, it's like, oh, you don't have to go up there. You can do all this stuff from over here, but you just don't... You feel isolated, I guess, is, is the way that I view it. I think the other issue I have right. is the whole... It takes a while to load into just there, so, like, you mm-hmm. don't like going there and then coming back to do something else, so it's just like, oh, I'll just stay out of the place, because there's nothing there that isn't somewhere else. I mean, I know you already have a dedicated, like, um, smithy right down, and a, the load time is, well, what, 
8 seconds, 15 seconds, depending on the unit you have or how you have it partitioned in your system or whatever, but sometimes longer. I don't know, based off your internet connection, but... Um, Right. I mean, even if they put a smithy up top here, you know what I mean? Like, just things to encourage the players to stay grounded around one another, I, yeah. I think would make the game feel more lively. And not that it hasn't already succeeded beyond expectations, but uh, just like those little things would uh, enable, I guess, more of that communal sense. Yeah. Okay. That's what, I, right. that's what I felt about the other games. Like when, like what was it? Yeah. And try people could come into your homes and you could walk through the back alley area. And then you could also walk through right. the lobby area. And in the first Monster Hunter, um, people, I don't remember if people could, I think people could visit you in your room, but you could only really see them in um, the main tavern and then outside of the tavern and then like the side area where like you would have like Claw Day or something like that. Um, you didn't see people, yeah. but there was enough NPCs to where it felt like there was something going on over there. Right. Yeah, I I agree. I I remember there was a big community sense even from the first game. You'd see each other. You'd sit around the table, knock mugs together, all that kind of stuff. And it was just. I remember like enjoying playing online a ton in those original days, and then you know we got maybe they moved just over to... to PSP and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, it's like maybe they just need to package Monster Hunters with like Logitech keyboards like we used to roll back in the day. And then oh, people would yes. be encouraged. Not that they ever provided those, but I'm just saying like if they did that, then you would have more reason um, to try to communicate that way. And that's also like a missing sense. Like the communication element has changed so much over uh, the course of Monster Hunter um, over the last like 14 right. years. Yeah. The yeah, I'm going to I'm one of these days I'm going to change some, some notification of mine to that little text blip on the, from the original Monster Hunter, the blip. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days. Um so uh just to sort of switch gears a bit. Um what did uh what have you guys been most excited for in general for E3 so far? Or what are you looking forward to? Well, I just saw one. Yeah. Yeah. Resident Evil 2 yep. remake? Is that what that is? I think so. Also, I'm really kind of disappointed because yeah, from the opening of that trailer, I thought it was going to be a game where you played as a rat, and I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Resident Evil. Hmm. Uh, uh, there's a couple new things. They just showed off a samurai game called Ghost of Inoshima or something like that. Ghost of Tushima. Tushima? Okay. Yeah, I've been it super looks stoked beautiful. for that. Yeah. Uh, Sucker Punch is doing that. Yeah, and they do good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. I'm looking forward to all the newer things. Like, I returning IPs are cool and all. Like, Resident Evil's neat, but I'm interested in to see what we can get that's like new. Um, you know, what I mean, like newer ideas get me more excited because it's like, okay, this is something we haven't tried before, or new visual techniques or something. like I that. I talk about Fallout, but one of us isn't a vault dweller, so I mean, <laughs> I'll let it. I'll let it go. No, you can talk about Fallout. I, I don't have any problems with that. I just don't like the game personally. Well, well what is it you don't you like do about like, it? I guess this is a, this is a good he question. Hates, he hates vats. Vats. Even I don't know if that's going to be... Recent... I don't know how viable that'll be in a multiplayer online... Well, they probably won't be there. Yeah. The current one you can play without vats. <laughs> they made it so I know. good to play without it. Also, 
you can play Fallout Shelter on Switch now. Fortuan, there's a game for Whoa. you. And Skyrim <laughs> on Alexa. Oh yeah, <laughs> that the, that was great. The, just the the cheekiness. Right. I I don't know. I might give it a chance. The thing is, like everyone's like, a, you know, they talk about Bethesda and they're all like Fallout, Fallout, or Elder Scrolls. I mean, I like Elder Scrolls and just fine. And I'm like I said, I'm not super into um, Fallout, but I'm always looking for Doom. So I got what I wanted. <laughs> so it's, it sounds I, like you like uh, higher action or at least faster pace, whereas in some of these other games are a little bit more dialogue based. Is that is that what I'm hearing here? Is that like you're not too keen on on the RPG element? Is that am I making? Yeah, not normally. Okay, I do like some RPGs. Well, then, I, then, I like I love Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. See, but that's more of like so, a methodical thinking game. So, like RPGs right. have moved away from the turn base and become more of like, let me talk to you and then try to find this right. option and then let me think about how this might do something, even though it's relatively linear. So it's not like it really right. changes that much as much as it's influencing influencing you, like on the immersive storytelling. Yeah, I mean, you you might be you might be right about that. I haven't really thought about you know it it. it too much about like you know i like this why kind of i don't thing. like these games <laughs> yeah i haven't really thought about that much because like i like um i kind of like tactical shooters and that kind of stuff but do you like i cannot i cannot get into like uh what was the mass effect do you I like XCOM? Mass effect i was about to ask that i was like <laughs> the the oh. reason i had troubles with XCOM was the uh the permadeath and it took me a long time to get used to permadeath. Toaster and I are on the level right now. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, you, you and I seem to say seem to enjoy the same things, Virtue. <laughs> nice. Well, this is pretty. Uh, side King, note: Kingdom Hearts stuff. If if you want to watch, if you want to go back in time and watch E3 at the same time as we are, they're just showing Kingdom Hearts things now. And it, it's your, on... your guys' stream <laughs> is ahead of mine because they're still showing up purple guy with faces for eyes oh yeah also that's something else i'm kind of neat and excited for not like oh i can't wait but i, I just want to see it i'll watch i think kingdom it. hearts took so long because they literally are pouring every single disney property into this game from I would, what I, I can see i know this is a monster in a podcast mostly but i mean we're, we're all gamers so we can talk about it i, I haven't seen yeah. any final fantasy in any of the footage of the new kingdom hearts so i'm a little concerned <laughs> I mean, you know I'm seeing yeah, a lot of point. good stuff. I'm seeing a lot of good stuff, just no Final Fantasy yet, and I'm kind of worried. My my only takeaway is if they have like the Super Sephiroth battle, like if they have that and this, then okay, like you got me. Those have always been enjoyable. And with the Final Fantasy VII remake, having a HD like this quality HD Sephiroth battle would be intense. You're basically playing a movie at this point, but they already said that they were they were going to try to do that like in what three episodic episodes. True. Hmm. Yeah, like they're going to okay. make each game its own fully fleshed out game, but it's essentially going to be chaptered. I'm kind of worried about that. I wish it was just a full game, you know, like just give me like a huge game. Well, That's I mean, why I want kid, out of my Final Fantasy. But as kids, we were just looking at like one color polygon. We're like, oh, there's a forest here, like you know what I mean. But like. In present day gaming specs, like 
they're really going to have to make a forest there. True. I mean, Nibelheim Crater is going to be hectic render by itself, so mm. I, I can't hate them too much. I I, I don't. I don't I have any context. <laughs> just just the whole time. Enough. Just the whole time. You're just going to be like, I'm not Play strong Final enough. Fantasy VII with us. I'll never be strong enough. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You're. No, I'm sorry. Brain fart. I did play seven. Can we get a can we get a Final Fantasy crossover with Monster Hunter and get Sephiroth's overly huge sword for Longsword? I mean, isn't that kind of isn't what already we're what we have? talking about for the Behemoth? <laughs> yeah, but more more than just one monster. I want like all sorts of stuff. It looks like the Palico is the minion in Final Fantasy. It looks like, um, and I hate calling them Palicos. I've always hated that. It's just Feline Comrades till the day I die. Monster Lifer. Yeah. I miss my my little Russian blue cat. Salsa, Melchor, the OGs. Bring them back. Salsa? Okay. That was the cat in Try? Or no, not. I'm sorry. Rephrase that. That was the cat in Freedom 2, and then carried over into Freedom Unite. Ah, oh, okay. Like generic mm-hmm. cats. Oh, or neat. Yep. And it was but, Melchor, uh, I think, in Freedom 1. There's a lot of things I'm honestly excited about for uh, E3. Yeah. I'm, obviously, I'm still hoping for something monster related, but there's yeah. a lot of other stuff that could be coming out that I'm thrilled about. <laughs> it's literally the only reason why I'm watching the Sony press conference at all is just, just to look for Monster Hunter news. Like, personally, I mean, E3 this year, it, it, a lot of steam was taken out of <laughs> taken from, out of it for me. From my understanding, there's Capcom reps at E3 right now, so that's I feel like there that's are. more foreboding that there's going to be something. By the way, I want right. to point Even out Capcom seems to be doing like as much as possible to just eat the space that was uh, left when uh, Konami died. <laughs> like Capcom's like, this is all uh, our territory now. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I never thought about it that way. I mean, Konami didn't die, you know, just the gaming community. It was just, murdered. So it doesn't. By its are, you, are you team Team Kojima or Team Konami? Is this like a movie I am that appeals Ko- I am to team moms? Kojima. Like I am Team Kojima all the way. You know, Same here. I wish, even though I won't play his games deep down, I want to understand what it's like to be that cool because it's like everything he does is just like, oh, you know, like, oh, he's watching wanna... a movie. He's watching a movie, and, and he he found it, and this is a movie that came out ten years. But because Kojima's watching it, it's like this must be a really good movie. Like you know, I wanna, like I want to know what it's like, like to be, to be Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put Kojima's sanity level on the same guy who does um, uh, what's his name, Travis Touchdown. He's kind of like a quieter uh, version of Samuel Jackson for game development. I mean, like, maybe? Is that a reach? Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know who I'm thinking of? The guy who did, uh, the guy who did no more. It's a very than... interesting way to describe someone. <laughs> well, I just think, did... like, who's somebody who portrays a badass? That it's like, oh, but he's loud. Right. But, like, who's somebody who portrays a badass in, like, in gaming that everybody just seems to respect for whatever reason? Oh, um, Reggie. Yeah. Really? Reggie Fizeme. Everybody loves yeah. Reggie. Yeah, but I, don't I was going to say on that uh, train. What's it? Um, Killer Seven and No More Heroes and stuff. That person is also that same level of insane as uh, Kojima, but Kojima seems to be just <laughs> stepping it farther. Like when they announced Splatoon Two, and they had that person out there, and like not an actual squid scientist. That was the best. 
Oh. <laughs> and I still think that they should have called it Splatoon. That that yeah. was this is my contribution to to the world. Yeah. <laughs> I well I do want to see um Nintendo's thing. Um I think I think the wife and I are going to watch that together cuz I, I won't be able to watch it cuz it's during my work day. So we're going to watch like a Koji you like that know. you like that Splatoon, don't you? <laughs> I played it a little while. I have it, but Oh, man. god. They're showing Death Stranding, but it, it's like some weird hiking, it, it, travel, simulator, reminds, Norman Reedus of, uh, adventure. It looks like Zelda, but like if you were, had to play a scientist who actually had to haul shit around. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to slow walking, slow walking simulator. <laughs> oh, you're crossing uh, river. Oops, you dropped half your boxes. Go get them. <laughs> I yeah, I, like I said, you guys' the stream is ahead of mine, so I, they're still just walking. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Um, I think we're at a point. Maybe we could just talk about the balloon toaster. All right. Uh, give me a second to get ready for this. I have to pull up another different tab because I don't want to overwrite E3. Wow, the dropping your boxes in the water literally just happened. It's so delayed. <laughs> you see what I mean? The uh, whoops, now go fetch them. <laughs> Why are you pulling off your toenail, you weirdo? I had to hide that scene. I, I assume it's because it got infected or something terrible, but. Oh, I got a picture of a toenail pulled up from a vacation trip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to see it, man. Oh, say strangely relevant. We're, we're all getting so close. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Right. Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, I will what's need this, your guys' help on this one, thing? by the way. Okay. Uh, because I haven't fought Super Karen yet, so I want to call in. I'm going to do a thing where I call in outside experts. Oh, so uh, okay. The monster balloon is basically we have like a little side quest thing, like a monster of the week kind of thing. And it's styled in the fashion of, like, the old, like, 1940s black and white, you know, Zeppelin. Here in the unexplored ruins of the Forgotten Society, rest the terrifying monster. You know, the the super cheesy old nature documentary type of thing. Nice. So we have researchers and balloons. And because I haven't fought Arctic or Kieran yet. Because <laughs> I haven't fought Arctic okay. or Kieran yet. I'm going to call you guys in as uh, outside consultants. And like I hired mercenary okay. researchers. Are we role, right. are we role playing? Or are you gonna give me like a room ID? He he does a little bit of role, yeah, a little okay. bit of role play <laughs> just to make it silly. Uh, like I'm standing here yeah. staring at the sunset, man. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. All right. Um, so and oh, I'm just giving Fortran nowhere to cut it, so I'm ready to go. All right. Welcome back for another exciting episode of Flash Unicorn. Today, we are exploring <laughs> the ultimate in power and lightning. We're going to be talking about the Kirin today. Uh, Kirin is one of the is actually the first Elder Dragon we're going to talk about on the Monster Balloon. And it's not even the dragon. Uh, Kirin, in case those who have never seen it, is a uh, smallish... I mean, it's taller than you, probably twice as Brony. It is a... It's a pony with a giant unicorn horn, and it has the power of lightning. <laughs> it's like I just imagine like a horse with like a tinier horse on its forehead, but, but then a horn on that horse. 
the Omnicorns. Oh, but yes, uh, the Kirin is is uh, based off of uh, the historical, you know, actual mythological style of Kirins, uh, where it's you know just a beast that controls lightning. Um, it is a pretty difficult Elder Dragon. I never got to f- fight it in the earlier versions, but I'm assuming it was hard back in the originals when you didn't have as much movement. Yeah, it was. Uh, it charged a lot more than it does now, too. Quailin, uh, Japanese guard dog of light and lightning storms clouds yes. origins. Um, they do have a. Of course, they have a mane because it's a horse. Um, but the mane is very dangerous because you can bounce off it super easy. Um, in fact, I think in most of the versions, uh, you usually have to have the highest sharpness in order to not bounce off its mane, and then. Sometimes you still do, like in Worlds, when it has its thunder up. Right. Um, Unless you're like me and use Mind's Eye. Yes, Mind's Eye is super helpful. I suggest doing that. Um, yeah. It Obviously, after me talking about thunder all this time, it uses lightning and paralysis attacks. Uh, that said, you cannot paralyze it. It is completely immune. Don't try it. Fortuan, you started in, in the first Monster Hunter, right? That's what I've yes, I did. What I've heard in a previous cast, uh, Toaster. Mm-hmm. You, are I started a... with uh, for you. I originally tried three or tried try, but um, I only had motion controls, so that stopped after two hours. You could have been a try baby, but you weren't. No. <laughs> nice. Um, four to one. Uh, when the yeah. Monster Hunter first first dropped, the first mm-hmm. day there was a Kieran event. Okay. Really? Do you remember that? Uh, I didn't get to play it until December. Day one, they put a Karen in with a bunch of people wearing leather armor, and it was a disaster. <laughs> y- yes. <laughs> More lives ask, were lost. <laughs> I was going to ask if anybody succeeded, but uh, if they're not. alive, well, they're not alive anymore. I guess that's the point. <laughs> um. Yeah. Geez. Wow. That's. Very unkind of Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> it's been this very weird relationship of being hurt and then just like uh, wanting more this whole time. Uh, so most of its attacks are dealt with lightning bolts and of course its horn, because uh, mm-hmm. and it's it can also back hit you you know with its hooves. So just standing behind right. it, you're not immune. It'll it'll hit kick you in the face. <laughs> Um, yeah. They seem to show up in a lot of different varieties uh, of like locations. Um, the only thing it looks like they don't show up in is like magma areas. Mm, yeah. Not correct. Really? Freedom. Mm. Uh, Freedom 2 and Freedom Unite. Uh, see, I never got to play that. Did they? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, there was a double Karen. Uh, it's essentially like an HR9 in the same zone that you fight Crimson Fatalis originally. At oh, the base yeah, at the base no, of the volcano. Right. Yep. Yeah, you're totally right. There was a there was a Kieran in the arena challenges with hammer. Hmm. Uh, there's a couple other ones. Anyways. Sorry. No worries. As no, like, <laughs> to contribute to this. I'm like, like, I'm like Kieran's been everywhere, dude. Kieran, it's just <laughs> it's nasty. It's in the jungle. It was in the swamp. Uh, uh, they you know, are... I don't know if it's been in Forest and Hills. Hmm. At least um, not they, in the, the early generations. Uh, tower, snowy mountains, swamp, old swamp, battlegrounds, old jungle. Uh, no, I think it. I think the closest has been to like a forest map is Jurassic Frontier, and that was generations, right? Okay. 
Um, they're usually weak to fire, and I didn't notice water. I thought they were only weak to fire. Hmm. Yeah, I only use fire, so meh. <laughs> susceptible, susceptible to poison, depending on the version. Um, That's true, too. Yeah, that used to be like the cure-all. The high sharpness, high damage. Mm-hmm. It's what made the, the chrome razor such a good greatsword. Oh. Oh, CR. yeah. Um, they're, they're, they usually make pretty fun armor. Kirin armor is some of the most famous armor, honestly, I think, in the game. Just because of all the, you know, the female set. We used to call the female version Kirin Hooch. <laughs> that was that was a thing what? for a while. We used to call it Kirin Hooch gear. <laughs> I never did that, but okay. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty common, but <laughs> maybe also, in some oh, circles, no, no, depending on the circles you, you frequent. Yeah. I will point out though, uh, the Kirin male pants are the best chaps in the world. If you want to, if you want to see male booty, there you go. Go with the Kirin male. <laughs> That'll never take the place of the bone thong in my heart. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's one way to go. Uh, so there are two variants, well, technically three, but two variants of the Kirin. Um, first off, we're going to talk about the Oroshi Kirin, which most people know about and may be coming to world. We will see. Leak list. Yep, it's in my it's in my predictions and in the leak list. I didn't mention and that the yet. newest 4chan leak, right or no? Yeah. Uh, so the Oroshi Kirin is an ice Kirin, which instead of its pretty uh, white fur and um, white her mane it is dark and black and dark purples and it controls the power of ice and it's cool filled with the disparity of the players <laughs> it's like an evolved Pokemon based off hate uh, I will point out <laughs> <laughs> so they haven't made that yet it's like a like a hate Pokemon like they get their elements well they're probably not wanting you to pseudo pretend to abuse your pokemon i think is the issue uh, they have a move called frustration at pokemon that does more damage based on how much your pokemon hates you <laughs> that is true yes you're right um uh. one thing i found out a while back and this is just a fun fact i like uh roshi kirin um the word roshi means uh wind coming down the mountain uh which kind of talks is explains the whole cool air wind ice thing fancy right uh so it's basically the exact same thing as the lightning version, but now with lots of ice. So instead of the attacks coming from the sky, they explode out of the ground in icy terribleness. Um, I didn't know they could inflict snowman status on you, apparently. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and weird, yeah. weirdly enough, they're still weak to fire and water. <laughs> I, well, I mean, ice, fire, that makes sense. I'm fire and ice have always been water. a trade-off for, like, elder weaknesses, depending the version of the game. It, it, it's also not an elder. It never, it didn't start as one, and I refuse to accept it as one. Aw, you don't <laughs> like elder Karen? There was, there was two monsters in the series Monster Hunter that went by the classification Mythos, and that was Kirin, and then later on in Dose, that was Yama, and then later, and then they were yeah. adopted into the, the elder dragon family. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So I think yeah, it, I think it was like a mythological monster in the world of Monster Hunter. I think I wonder yeah. if that's because they originally intended to have more mythological monsters, and then they just kind of grouped them into kind of like Pokemon does, where they call them legendaries, and they just like let's just call our legendaries elders. Yeah, Capcom's definitely right. done like a chunk of like retconning as far as like lore, history, and then just overall explanations. Yeah, yeah they they they've always had some idea of what's going on in there i think but they do they do 
change things from time to time. They're more focused uh, on the game than explanation sometimes. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I'm not a huge video game story dude. So, um, one neat thing is, unlike Kieran, uh, there's only two places you can find an Aroshi Kieran ever. Uh, they either show up in the Everwood, which is the um, it was the if you ever played for you, it was the randomized zone uh, where you had uh, guild quests, which were terrifying, and uh, it also showed up on the Tower Summit, which is generally reserved for event quests and uh, neat little one-off fights. For some reason, when you said that, Crackdown Three was still fresh in my mind, so I just imagined like a Karen Terry Crews just like popping out, and be like, "Surprise!" I'm, I'm making a video <laughs> of that why. now. Thanks. <laughs> That's gonna happen. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um. I don't know. I've always liked Kieran. It's it, like I've said before. It's my third best monster, uh, top mon- top in my top three. Is it the challenge, so. or is it like the visual aesthetic, or like a, or the weapon? What, what is what is the takeaway? I think it's both. I I think it's both the challenge and the aesthetic of it. Um, I'm huge into mythological creatures and that kind of stuff, and that Kieran has always fascinated me. Hmm. So it's um, I can dig it. It it. it I, I like it a lot, and the fight can be fun. Um, I don't particularly care for the arc-tempered uh, Kieran. Um, <laughs> not that I'm not... Not that I think the fight is bad, it's just not different So at, at all. Yes, that was what I was actually going to ask about next, is we have two outside researchers today from the Research Society, Fortran and Virtue, because I have not fought Super Mega tier- Kieran. So what do you think of arc Tyrion? It's a Karen. It hits harder. <laughs> does it? Does it have any unique moves? Because I, I saw it got it's a lot more laser beams. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it has more charge lightning, like... in my opinion. Oh yeah, really? Could... Okay. I didn't feel like I noticed anything. So it'll it'll it'll, it'll rear up, rain in, and then it'll do like a five point star formation of like lightning drops, and if you're within a certain radius. Um, and also depending on like how enraged it is, it might follow up with another five star, but like kind of like at a rotated angle. And then it has like a charged up, um, I don't know, you would just essentially rage mode where mm-hmm. it'll call down a more powerful lightning strike because there's some strikes that you can live through. And then there's other ones that like, it's, it's a guarantee one shot, um, unless you're wearing like completely, uh, lightning or stun negate. Okay. Hmm. Um, would you say it's harder than uh, 410 Guild Quest Kirins? Or. You know, uh, you mean 240? That's what I meant. What 140? That? Yeah, that's right. 140, I don't know sorry. Why. <laughs> Man, I'm just, I'm yeah. just out of it today. Sorry. 140 Kirins, harder or easier? I wouldn't know. I never did a 140 Kirin. 140s were enjoyable. Because they were challenging, but also kind of BS. But this is yeah. this is on a different level, man. Like you can wow. have, like I said, fully augmented gear, defense in in the positive towards lightning, a stun negate, uh, a a thunderproof mantle, and the sucker can still one shot you depending on which phase or cycle he's in. Okay, it's just it's a it's almost. I mean, yeah, like you could you could solo it. Yes, soloing is easier. Different different HP pool than multi. Um, you're, if your team's efficient, or you got you know like if you're 
employing a certain tactic, then most certainly, yeah, you could probably do that too. But just on the norm, he's, he's a pain in the ass to deal with. So I'm going to have to try it with my yeah. anti-Kirin set, which is a heavy bow gun with three shield mods on it. And shield you, up. The only thing you can kill Kirin is Kirin. Like it's, it's become like a Chuck Norris joke at this point. Uh, yeah. There are two other variants of Kirin, which are going to go super fast because there's not much descriptions of them. Uh, there is a thing called a, a, a Thunder Emperor Kirin. And it looks super cool. It's from, unfortunately, Monster Hunter Explorer, which I don't think anybody in America has played ever and will win that play. It's the mobile handheld one. Oh, that's weird. It's a a yellow lightning Kirin. I think it looks neat. That's a Pokemon. It looks like a Saiyan Kirin. That's a Pokemon. That's a Pokemon. It's like a Rajang Kirin. Hmm. But I cannot find any description of how it fights, what it does, anything like that. That's that no. yellow Eevee. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, of course, like always, there's a hardcore Kirin introduced in Monster Hunter Frontier. Uh, it has blue glowing eyes. It's always surrounded by lightning. And now it has double back hits and a front flip that throws lightning. And, mm. and a charge that's... I'm going to use the description they wrote here because it, it's nice. A charge so fast it almost seems to teleport. And wow. in general, more powerful and more accurate lightning attacks, which is just, you know, that's when they mean. when they introduced Tonfas and Frontier, that's when it changed the game, and that's when they started making monsters that, in my opinion, make absolutely no sense in their movements. You just I, it's like I this flighty dance on air game now. I can't lie though; I love learning about these hardcore versions of the monsters. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you yeah, heard about great. our favorite one yet. <laughs> which is which the first one that? Did. Uh, Velocidrome, oh. which had a breath attack and one. No, of they that, didn't. Yeah, it had no, one of five effects. Uh, one of them, it, it it's an omni rolled. element Velocidrome. Yeah, so it had whenever it uses breath attack, it would roll for one of the five effects. It could dung pod you, defense down you, make you drunk. Uh, I think the other one was make you fall asleep. And then the last one was it could farcaster you. What? Yeah, yeah. It's not even a monster hunter at this point. What is? What are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, this is what. This, like, I, I appreciate Frontier for all their accomplishments and a lot of their move sets later migrated into the games or you know gave us our our arts as you people want to call them or as they're officially called. But but they just they should stop. Like the, when you get to the point where you're like, hey. I don't Tom, know. Tom, would you you see that bullfango right there? What if it what if it could fart and and then what if it could what if it could sit down at the tavern and have a drink with you and tell you lies and then later on you would be off your game and faint to uh, a herb plant instead of gathering it it killed you and and what if it's just it's just really weird that's just that's strange that's not it's not monster really. What if we had a hydra <laughs> made of Dalamadors? I'd be okay with that. Okay. Except it uses its its big laser beam with all mouths at the same time. I'd be okay with that. It's just a laser show at that point. Uh, I like the idea of Monster Hunter getting ultra ridiculous, but I want there to be two sides to Monster Hunter. I literally want it to split, where on one side we have worlds and this type where it tries to make a living, breathing world that's really cool and, you know, immersive. 
And then I want the other side of Monster where, where it just goes bonkers bananas. Be like, any idea where they say, like, oh, that's too silly. Oh, we'll just put it in Monster Hunter B. <laughs> so, like, so, so Capcom had, like, two weeb sons and one was all, like, uh, official and went to school and got a good job and, you know, made something of themselves. And the other one did drugs and then he lived out this <laughs> drug-fueled fantasy of what Monster Hunter could be. Well, it's kind of like... freaking take off his Naruto jacket ever. <laughs> because you got, like, Fort- I mean, it's kind of like us. You got, like, Fortran who likes to do his, uh, the, um ecologies of uh, D&D monsters and all that cool stuff that's, you know, really lore-fitting and stuff like me. And then, on the other hand, you have, like, me, where it's like, what if we had, like, a beholder, but it's, like, 20 feet tall? (laughs) Just stupid crap. (laughs) Right. Like, I I really do want Dalamador back, because I want to see that. What if there was a Palico the size of the Stay Puff Man, and... We got all Ghostbusters on them with light bow guns. Uh, we can bring back uh, Shakalaka King and make him no <laughs> Gogmasian no. size. No, God, no. So I just oh, just for clarity, where do you where do you stand on this worst worst monster ever? Like it could be anything. Shakalaka King, yeah, really? Vest Vestvoid Queen, yeah, Vestvoid Queen. I I mean she was benign i feel like she was not that hard she was annoying i guess but shakalaka king it's like a floating sack of boringness that could paralyze you occasionally well and she would do that defense down and all the bugs are swarming on you Mm. but that's if you got hit by it like me (laughs) no shakalaka king like it's just no tiny little midget that would take away three quarters of your health in one hit (laughs) <laughs> early on these these fair. these gadgets are pretty brutal sometimes They'll just keep you from your yeah. carves or para knife you or sleep knife you or but oh i got until you I become their friend i got chain paralyzed by some gadgets fighting uh kieran once <laughs> gross so another idea i thought this is just like at this point we're just talking it about silly kieran, stuff it was legiana sorry um Deviated. what i thought was do you remember the monster stories where like you could uh do just terrible gene splicing with your monsters and make abominations. Yes. I want some of those to be real. I want to fight like a fire Kirin or I want to fight like a thunder uh Diablos that can breathe lightning. Like just again, just go on the off side of like having here's, a just crazy game. Here's an idea for a game that's monster related. So in in the lore, the canon friendly lore um, writers are not welcomed in the normal guild respects, correct? Right, right. Like it's it's kind of viewed as like you're doing something unorthodox and wrong here. I mean, in so, story, you had to prove yourself to one of the like normal cities full of hunters. They're like right. when I first walked in, everybody was like, ah, because <laughs> I, I feel like there's a lot of conflicting preached messages here. Where like the Waverians are like, it's about being one with nature and keeping balance and yada yada yada, and then you have just like the guild overall, it's like, oh, all these people are suffering because the monsters keep attacking, so you got to kill the monsters to then restore our normal way of life. And then you have like the riders aspect where it's like they've completely gone the other way, and they're bonding and they're friends with their their rides or monsters or whatever. You, monsties. I just thought that was monsties, strange. Monsties, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Um, what if we had a monster in a game where you could be a rider or you could be a normal guild 
authorized hunter, and as the hunter, your your plan of attack or play style is that you go out and you kill these riders' mounts, and and vice versa. Hmm. hmm. Like this, so there ends up being like almost a faction system, or kind of like a political mm-hmm. like choice of like. Is this the right? I'm thing not saying do? it's a good idea. I'm just saying it's an idea yeah. that's in my head, in my mouth right now. It's like <laughs> it makes me think of no soup for you, no monster for you. <laughs> oh man! Oh, can you well, imagine how sad uh, that'd be? You kill a monster, and then this writer comes up and like, "What have you done?" Yeah, I'd be okay I, with I, that. I see that. <laughs> Put it on the Xbox. It's where it belongs. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again, Hunters, for joining us. Um, This is uh, Forts One signing off with... uh, You can follow me at Hunters Hub Pod. And um, just so I don't forget, uh, be sure to check out Wolfie Melon. Uh, uh, who does the music for our podcast, Jeremy Clark, who does the art and um, cross promotion with r slash monster hunter world. So um, after that, after all of that, where will we see you on the next quest? Virtue. I'll be out there in the deep, just hunting, man. Just, just doing that thing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or is that, is that the part where I'm supposed to talk about myself? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay. misread um that's fine i stream on twitch uh brother virtue underscore don't ask about the underscore long story uh i'm okay. on twitter i just say random things don't really care and that's pretty much yeah. it Alrighty. um toaster where are you at uh you'll be finding me uh doing a lot of e3 watching this week uh i'm excited for it uh you can also find me at toasty smiles at uh on the on the twitter's I recently got After Effects, so I'm going to be making some stupid gifts coming up. Look forward to those. And when I'm not doing that, I'm going to be making some terrible, terrible abominations through Monster Chain Splicing. Ooh, nasty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, that made me think of that song, Nasty Boys. You guys remember? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, my gosh. Um, um, could, you, could you start the tune? Yeah. Is that a Janet? Is that a Janet Jackson song? That's a Janet Jackson song. Didn't she have like a the music video? Had she like a cartoon? <laughs> <laughs>